When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. I'm Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty, we're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Six days from New Hampshire. Poll came out this morning showing Trump at 50, 34 for uh, Nikki Haley. Ron DeSantis with 5% support. 50, 34, 5. That's according to the Boston Globe Suffolk poll. That came out this morning, the latest from New Hampshire, as we sit six days away. We've been talking a lot about what the motivations are of Nikki Haley, what the motivations are of Ron DeSantis, how we see New Hampshire playing out. I wanted to mention something that we have not discussed in the wake of Iowa that is another proverbial shoe that may well be dropping. No Labels, which is a moderate, middle-of-the-road third-party group that has raised, I think, Buck, certainly tens of millions of dollars, and they may have gotten over a $100 million to come up with a centrist party candidate that they have said they are potentially going to run if they end up with a rematch of Trump and Biden. Well, right now, the odds would favor a Trump-Biden rematch. Buck thinks that Democrats are going to stick with Biden. I think they're going to pull the ripcord, break the glass, go with someone else. But right now, as we sit in mid to late January, Trump v. Biden part two seems to be on the horizon. As a result, that would mean that no labels would potentially be picking a presidential candidate. Now, they have talked about a lot of different candidates. I think Chris Christie's going to end up in the mix because to me, Buck, it's interesting Christie is one of the only candidates that has dropped out and just said, hey, I'm not going to endorse anybody. Even though he's anti-Trump, he wasn't willing to endorse Nikki Haley because he's concerned she may end up being VP. I think Chris Christie's going to like the attention and may well end up running as a third party to try to sabotage Trump. I also think 
Joe Manchin, current senator from West Virginia, who has announced that he is not going to run. That's going to be a Republican pickup in the state of West Virginia that will even up the overall Senate race. That's a definite pickup. Joe Manchin now is saying he's going to meet with Joe Biden, that he thinks Biden has gone way too far to the left. And we've got a couple of clips from him that I thought were interesting because maybe you end up with Joe Manchin, Chris Christie, the crazy combo, as a potential third-party ticket. And given the fact that RFK Jr. is going to be on the ticket, we've got a Green Party candidate. We're going to have our Libertarian Party candidate. Carnell West is out there. It's not crazy for many of you out there to think when you walk in to make your presidential vote, to make your selection of who you think the the president should be, there may be seven or eight names on your ballot, which, frankly, we haven't seen in a long time. And this election could be something akin to 1992 with a Ross Perot element associated with it. Let's listen to Joe Manchin. we got a couple of cuts from him. I want to start with cut 18, uh, where he talks about the fact that he thinks Biden has gone too far left. I think no matter who your president is, whether you're for him or against him, same party or not, you want your president to succeed. I think President Biden's been pushed too far to the left. I think he knows my feelings about that, and he should be coming back to the center or center left, which is where we make most of our decisions. It's where the economy is, and that's where the country is. There's not a successful person or family that makes any decisions from the extremes and thinks it's going to uh, exist or last. So we're trying to bring it back. Okay, that's one part, Buck. Now I want you to react to this. Joe Manchin says the border basically is a disaster. Democrat senator from West Virginia, listen. We just had one of the leaders of the president's re-election committee come uh-huh. on with Brett Bear yesterday and say, but Donald Trump did nothing at the border, and the border's better under Joe Biden. Do you think that's a correct assessment? That is absolutely false. They are living in la-la land. It's a disaster, and they know it's a disaster. So let's fix it. And only thing I would implore the president to do to consider this and to do it immediately, if Congress cannot come together because the perfect could be the enemy of the good, you have Republicans that might want to shut everything down and throw a border, uh, throw a any type of immigration out the the window, and you have Democrats who might think everything's fine. It's not fine. It's a disaster. It's dangerous. Okay, what is he? What is he actually saying, by the way? I mean, this is... I'm sorry. Can I I just call... call, Can I throw a flag onto the field here? Joe Manchin is like, you know, you got some people that kind of think this thing, and other people think... Okay, Joe, what do you think? Like, what are you going to do? I think this is what, you know, he's spent years kind of pretending to be different things in different moments so he could be a Democrat, but in West Virginia, which is overwhelmingly pro-Trump and very red, I feel like this guy's brain is just, uh, I was going to say it's mush, but that's actually, he's just slimy. He's just slimy. He just says whatever in the moment. Remember, he was Mr. We're spending too much money, and then he's like, okay, fine, Democrats really want to spend more money. The whole thing that strikes me as absurd, the, the notion that Joe Biden isn't a disaster at the border, that this is... This isn't a thing that is happening, okay? The border disaster, by the way, Biden's numbers, Clay, just came out today, the lowest on the border in 20 years in terms of presidential approval. And I'm not even sure they were really running the I can't imagine anybody's worse than Biden on the border. Like, it's hard for me to believe that anybody's ever been lower. But in terms of border approval, he he's absolutely horrific. And this, what what you're hearing from people, this there's this pseudo centrism of we just need to come together and figure. No, no, we don't need to come together. 
The Democrats have broken this thing wide open. They will not enforce the law. They will not deport illegals. They will not turn people away at the border. They have sanctuary jurisdictions. This is their doing. This isn't a both sides are... No, they wanted this, and the only way to stop it is to take power from them and give it to Republicans, not all Republicans, but some Republicans who will take the issue seriously. Joe Manchin, I would say he's living in a fantasy, but he's actually just... A fiction writer. The guy is full of it. So, couple of things. Yes, so sometimes pretending that there is a middle solution is wrong. COVID, there was a right side and there was a wrong side. You and I were on the right side. A lot of people were on the wrong side. So this idea of like, oh, we'll just kind of halfway fix it. No, sometimes one side is right and the other side is wrong. On the border, Republicans are right, Democrats are wrong. But Joe Manchin did this interview with Fox News. I think it's important for everybody out there to think about not only what is currently in front of us, which is Biden versus Trump, but what is potentially going to come. I think that no labels is going to run a ticket. And they may put Chris Christie in as the president and Joe Manchin in as the vice president because they're trying to directly attack Trump. So I think it's important for all of you out there to keep in mind that Trying to put Trump in prison and trying to put him on trial and trying to pull him off the ba- uh, the ballot isn't the end of the strategies. There is a clear concerted effort to get third parties moving in a way that could hurt Trump. Now, I think Chris Christie should have to say that he is not going to run as a third party. And you might say, well, I don't care if Chris Christie runs a third party. He only got Chris Christie. I, and tell me if you think this is right, Buck. I think he would give some uh, otherwise Republican voters an excuse not to vote for Trump. We, we, we have run a version of this experiment. Jill Stein in 2016. Yes. First of all, the even more bigger one, Ross Perot made Bill Clinton president. Okay, Correct. That, in 1992. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. Without Ross Perot doing his Ross Perot thing... We do not have Bill Clinton. I will not, uh, you know, I did not have sexual relations. That, that never happens if not for Ross Perot. Facts are facts. You have in 2016, Jill Stein, Green Party, talking third party, 1% of the vote. She got 1% of the vote. However, when you extrapolate, when you get into the numbers a little bit more, when you look in the data, what you see is that 1% of the vote was greater than the margin of victory that Trump had in a number of swing states. And let me hit you with this. The libertarians cost Donald Trump the win in 2020. You look at Georgia, you look at Wisconsin, you look at Arizona, the margin of victory uh, for Joe Biden was canceled out by libertarians. Now, some of you say, well, some of those libertarians would have... 75 or 80% of libertarians, if the libertarian were not on the, ba- uh, the ballot, would vote Republican, right? Like, I- if I'm you still, care at all... Yeah, I was, I'm still mad at libertarians for going along with this. Weed is great. It's like medicinal. We should legalize it everywhere. No big deal. Yeah, you shouldn't go to prison for 10 years for having a joint on you, obviously. That wasn't really happening. And I know this is a digression, but libertarians went along with the big weed stuff, and it's bad, man. It's bad for people. It's bad for their mental health. It's bad for society. 
and the libertarians got way too pro-weed for my taste. And they cost Trump the election in 2020. In general, if you use drugs or alcohol a lot, it's very bad for you. Uh, yes. I feel like we've lost the, and, and I'm not saying, by the way, that I'm perfect uh, on any I of that. I eat a little too much chocolate cake. Chocolate yeah. cake isn't bad. I Moderation. just like to have more than one piece too often. In many ways, that I mean, look, you, people watching me on video right now have been noticing I'm having smoothies now for lunch. All right, uh, it was a uh, it was a good Christmas and a good holiday in Australia, but I had a lot of alcohol. And I had a lot of uh, fatty foods. And so I'm trying to get back into shape a little bit as we come back towards uh, the, the beach season. It's always beach season for you. You're in a tough spot down in Miami where everybody's in. Maybe, side before we come back to third party, best-looking city in America, by far, Miami. Would you agree with that? Like, no, everybody is in such highest good level, Highest level of obsession with beach body, yes. I mean, but if that, you're not, if you're in decent body shape, it's hard to be really unattractive, right? There's like no other place in the country where you have to be as prepared to go and put on a bathing suit year-round as you do in South Florida. That is true. I w- when we were near your house recently, everyone that I saw was in spandex. It was like people yes. don't even bother putting on anything other than workout clothes in in much of my. That is the uniform in this basis. neighborhood. Everyone wears Lululemon and. uh <laughs> And Vori, and there's some other fancy ones. That's what everybody wears around here. All right, so you can look at. I mean, just be be smart about this. 2016, Trump wins because of the Green Party. If you really look at the numbers, 2020, Biden wins because of the Libertarians. If you really look at the numbers, 2024. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe. Where would you set the over-under by the percentage that's going to go to third party? But then remember, Green Party, Cornell West on whatever party ticket he's on, Libertarian, potentially this no-labels candidacy, RFK Jr. I mean, we're talking about you and me and a lot of other people out there having seven different names on your ballot. So if people are burned out by Trump and Biden, the calculus on third party, remember RFK Jr. said that his data reflected he hurt Trump more than he hurt Biden. Now, it's not only where you hurt someone, it's what state you hurt them in, right? Because some of these states yes. are going to be super close. Whatever happens in, and I've said this for a long time, if you're a diehard libertarian and you're listening to us right now, they get upset when I say, oh, you're wasting your vote. If you're in California or New York, I don't think it's a big deal who you vote for for president because we know who's going to win those states. Yeah, My swing state, states, Tennessee, swing states we know who's going to win the state. But Look, if you're in uh, Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, you're throwing your vote away in many respects if you vote third party. So here's here's the other part of this. Uh, there's a corollary to all this as well. Uh, people who are, I get it, like the folks who feel like it was um, some kind of an affront that Donald Trump even had to be in a primary. Some of them, celebration is great. Celebrate. Donald Trump had a huge win, and congratulations to him and his team. But this idea that there should be a hunting down of Republican heretics to punish really people bad. that voted for Nikki Haley or to punish people that voted for Ron DeSantis or or even uh, supported them, it is idiotic. Yes. It is idiotic because all it will do, it's not going to, first of all, it's not going to stop any of the people that came out endorsing one or the other. They don't care. Like, you're not going to do anything to them. But it will convince some people who are on the fence, you know what, I'm actually going to give my vote to a third-party candidate because I don't like the way they're treating people 
that were just voting their conscience in a primary. It's just, it's just bad politics. It's just a bad idea. So I'll put that out there for anybody. The, I'll never welcome back in this Republican or that Republican because they challenged Trump. If you want Trump to beat Biden, that is a bad strategy. I don't see any way around that. That is a bad strategy. It is a and silly I'll give thing credit to, to Trump. He's actually been for Trump fair, fairly magnanimous in the way that he's he, talked he publicly. He always is. Yes. We said this all along. Trump says, "Come on the train, always room." He's always happy for if you if you're willing to play on Team Trump. There's always a slot on Team Trump. That's one of the things he does politically that honestly works so well. It's not Trump who's doing this. Look at Trump yeah. and Vivek. A day later, people are talking about how he'll be VP again. But you see people out there very angry. Oh, so-and-so wanted Nikki Haley to win, and so I'm never going to talk. It's like, okay, do you want Biden to win? Keep it up. Keep keep being crazy, you know. Uh, but there's a lot of that out there, so it is what it is. You know, last weekend, I witnessed something very special, the 90th birthday of my grandfather-in-law, which we're deciding now is a term, grandfather-in-law. Do you think it's a term, Clay? I don't know. Is it a thing? Do you have a grandfather-in-law? Well, anyway, a family comes together to celebrate a man's life on a birthday as significant as 90, and it's a wonderful experience. One of the many memories I took away from the weekend was the way in which we recorded our moments together. We used our cell phones, but think about this back in the day. A 90th and 80th, any birthday 30, 40, 50 years ago, and you wouldn't have had it on your cell phone. You would have had different technology to capture that moment. Old photos, film reels, VHS, you name it. Well, what can you do? You can actually get it transferred now with Legacy Box. Legacy Box is amazing, and it lets you relive great memories like 90th birthday parties, school plays, weddings, you name it, family reunions. Uh, funny Halloween costumes, stuff like that. Legacy Box is incredible. We've used it. I've used it. Clay's used it. Our families enjoy this stuff that we can now share forever because of Legacy Box. So here's how it works. They send you the box. You put your old photos, your old videotapes, VHS, Betamax, whatever you got. They can handle any old media. They transfer it for you to digital media, so then you can enjoy it today. You can post it online. You can text it to your your grandkids or your friends, whatever you want. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck and get 50% off their regular prices. That's LegacyBox.com slash Buck for 50% off. They're here to shed light on the truth every day. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995 G O L D
The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. All right, welcome back to Clay and Buck. You know, Clay, I want I want to dive into this. We don't really have the time in this quick segment here, but you heard some of the the Biden ads that are coming out, and you're, you're starting to get a sense of the approach uh, and and the tactics they're going to use against against Trump. Can I also just point out, Democrats are already assuming Trump is this thing is over as well. Yes, they're not saying we don't want to spend a lot of money on TV against Trump until the. So keep that in mind too. They're already mobilizing for this. That doesn't mean they're 100% right, but I think we all know what's what's happening here. Same people that were telling us, just wait to look at Iowa. Don't call it over. I'm saying, okay, we waited for Iowa, and it was exactly what we thought it would be. So I, I think right now it's it's looking pretty pretty clear. But I think we should analyze a little bit of some of these, uh, the messaging that's coming out, because uh, I, I wonder, it's so hard to take yourself out of, you know, how you feel, how I feel, how this audience feels about something when they hear it, to... How does somebody who doesn't really follow politics, who doesn't really care, do these ads work on them? Because that's really the critical question. It's not do people that care enough to listen to the best radio show out there for three hours a day. What do they think? So let's uh, let's dive into some of this, and we'll also take some of your calls when we get back. You know, sometimes we get so distracted with the news of the day, we fail to see something happening behind the scenes, and then it's too late. That's what former Wall Street insider Tika Tawari thinks is happening. He's been paying attention to conflicts across the world and how our Biden administration's handling them, and he has something definitive to say about where it's all heading. Consider this his warning cry. Tika has released a video exposing some of his deep concerns within our government. He believes that what he's seeing could affect millions of Americans if they're not careful and they're not prepared. 
All the details are revealed in this video that he's put online, free to watch and available on demand. And in addition to revealing the details, he's also shared the three steps you need to take to prepare. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to watch this video. MoveYourCashNow.com and learn how to prepare. Paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you joining us. We are joined now by Senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville. we got a bunch to dive into with you, but I want to start with this. I, I don't think I've heard you comment on it too much, but you coached against Nick Saban. Most legendary, I think, dynastic college football coach of all time. What was your reaction when you saw Saban announce that he was stepping down? Well, good afternoon, guys. Glad to be on. Uh, wasn't really shocked. I think that he and I have talked quite a bit about the NIL over the last two years. He's very disappointed the direction that uh, college football and college sports are going. Uh, I think you could just see that uh, Nick is one of those that he has to control the football team. He has to have total control. And what the NIL does, it takes control out of the hands of the head football coach and coaches. It gives it more back to the players, right or wrong. So uh, he's kind of outgrown his time. Uh, you know, the, those of us that are came up in an era where uh, it was all about discipline, education, uh, and pulling a team together, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, but now that money has got involved, which right or wrong, it's it's there to stay. Uh, it's different, and it's different for people, especially people like Nick. So I wasn't surprised. I thought he might go another year or two, but uh, uh, you know he made the decision. He's got a lot of business deals going on all, all across the country, and I'm sure he's going to get involved in that now. I support the senator's analysis on this, and uh, I would just throw <laughs> in there, uh, Senator Tuberville, if you would tell me a little bit about, you know, we got a lot of conversation going on with the border and what's going on in terms of the Biden administration and, and what's being done. Um, you've introduced the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act. Tell us about what this would do and what what kind of a problem is this right now for the country? Well, first of all, the border is the biggest crisis going that that's happened in our lifetime within our, with, with, within our country. Uh, we've had a lot of problems. And we're going to continue to have problems, but what's happening at the border is devastating to the inner workings of, of our constitution, the people, the taxpayer citizens in this country. Uh, here's the problem that we've got. They just one after another, they crop up. You know, our VA is very important. Uh, we have 19 million veterans across our country, which we owe every debt in the world to. Uh, they deserve the best health care in the world. Now, we have the biggest health care system in the world called the Veterans uh, Administration. It is being funded uh, by the taxpayers. It's very expensive. Uh, Nine million of the 19 million veterans actually participate in the VA because there's very long lines. A lot of them, that don't need the VA. They use their own insurance. They go to other hospitals. Well, because the lines are so long, we've started what we call community care systems across the country in the rural areas, basically, where a veteran doesn't have to drive two hours to a VA that's the closest to him. Well, since the border's been opened, uh, the Biden administration had decided to use these community care systems in the rural areas for illegal immigrants. And so it, they're being prioritized. It's kicking our veterans to the end of the line. 
Money is being used from the Veterans Administration that supposedly is supposed to be used on the vets being used on illegal immigrants. It is wrong. Uh, the Biden administration knows it's wrong, but they can't handle it. I mean, we can't handle all these illegals in the country. It's, it's, it's crashing our health system, our education system, our, uh, economic system. We spent billions of dollars and it's only getting, going to get worse. Senator, you, um, have spent a lot of time, I think, over the years. In fact, I think we've asked you about this, uh, with Joe Manchin, who is, for Democrats, quite sane. He was on Fox News this morning talking about the situation at the border. Uh, as you just said, uh, that I think Joe Manchin described it as a disaster, but he's not going to run for re-election. Based on your knowledge of Joe Manchin, do you think he runs as a third-party presidential candidate, throws things into a bit of an uproar there, or not? How would you assess his political future? Yeah, I've talked to Joe several times a week. We actually did this NIL bill that we're trying to get pushed uh on, on the floor of the Senate, it's not going to happen as long as Chuck Schumer's there because they want to unionize all the athletes, which would be a total disaster. But uh, Joe understands. He's one of the same Democrats that actually understand the border's out of control. We've got to do something. Uh, is he going to run? I think there's a good chance he could run in that no-name league or whatever uh, they call it. Uh, no labels, really yeah. In- yeah. Also yeah. known as the no-name league. I like that. We should yeah. call it that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No-name He's traveled. Uh, every weekend he's going to somewhere. He, I know he's talking a lot of big money people behind the scenes. Uh, he can't win. Uh, I think that, uh, uh, I don't know what his uh, alternative motive is, uh, behind it. He, he knows that, uh, Trump's going to be hard to beat. I actually think if he does run, it will help President Trump. I think, uh, it will take some Democrats away from, uh, whoever's running on the Democratic side, but I think, Again, Joe and I were good friends. As a matter of fact, he, you know, he grew up with Nick Saban, played on the same high school football team. His dad, Nick's dad, was their coach, and so they're very, very close. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, about sports, but uh, you know, I think Joe will probably run, uh, and uh, I think he'll be a detriment to the Democratic side if he does. What would what would you tell Nick Saban if he came to you and told you he was thinking about politics? Uh. I don't think, you know, I, I think he'd probably be good at it because anything he does, he's going to do it a hundred percent. But it, you know, you got to have patience for politics. Uh, Nick's one of those guys, he's nervous and uh, you know, he, he, he's used to control. And that's one thing up here when you come, I mean, you can control a lot of things, but uh, you're only one vote out of a hundred. Uh, he was the only vote at Alabama for a long, long time. That counted. So it's, uh, and as I said, that, that's one of the reasons I think that eventually it forced him to make this decision because he, he wasn't the only vote when the NIL came in. The players had a lot more power than they normally did. Not that it was not good. It was just, that's just the way he and I grew up. And, and when you start losing control like that, it just puts you in a tough situation. Do you think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee? We're talking to Senator Tommy Tuberville of, of Alabama. It seems pretty clear that Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. Big 30-point win, as you know, uh, on Monday of this week. Looks like he's going to win New Hampshire. Do you think that Biden's going to actually be the nominee? I, I, I don't. I can't imagine him being the nominee. I mean, he's gotten worse. Uh, he, he doesn't spend any time now in Washington, D.C., either Camp David or in Delaware. Uh, he hasn't done a... White House function all uh, this new year, which is uh, uh, what three weeks or so. Uh, he's not a functioning president. I mean, he's not a, not somebody that's hands on. I think he 
he's letting all his surrogates behind the scenes run everything. And just go, it showed you the other day, number one, let's talk about the military. I'm on the armed services. You know, that balloon flew across the country. They didn't tell him for four days that there was a balloon from China flying over Alaska, entering the United States. It took four days for him to tell the president of the United States, hey, we got a little problem here. So that's a slap in the face. Then there's another slap in the face for five days. It took the Secretary of Defense to call his boss and say, listen, oh, by the way, I know we've had several bombings in the last two or three days. I'm in ICU. I'm not at work. You might ought to get somebody else to pull the trigger on making decisions in the military. So that's another slap in the face. He is not running the show, and I think people are starting to understand that more and more. they got to find somebody to run. They're going to run out of time, but I'm sure, you know, uh, President Obama, uh, you know, he's the guy that's basically running the show right now. Uh, he's looking for somebody to to put in there in the last minute, but I don't think it's going to work. I think what the, the Democratic Party's done to our border and to our foreign relations uh, is absolutely devastated our country, and even Democrats are going to vote for the only guy – that can make it better, and that's Donald Trump. Because, yes, he's a horse's butt, but we need one in Washington, D.C. right now that tell these whack job crazies up here what to do, when to do it, get out of the way. This is how we're going to make things better for the American citizens in our country. I know you got a good relationship with Trump. Last question for you. If he came to you and he said, Tommy, who do you think the VP should be? Who do you think the vice president that would make the most sense for Trump would be? Have you given it much thought? You know, not really. Uh, I, I, there's three or four people I'd like to see him pick, but uh, I don't. President Trump is the type of person uh, a vice president can't do whoever is not going to help him. I mean, it's it's it. it I mean, he's going. He's got his people. You know, he's going to have 80 million people that's going to vote for him or more. Uh, I think this this go around, if it's fair, the last one wasn't fair. We won't get into that, but. I think we'll have a much fairer election. I think people are really disappointed in what's gone on in the last three years. And, uh, but I think, you know, Ben Carson, I'm, I'm hearing his name a lot. I've not talked to the president about it. I play golf with him a lot. Uh, I don't want to get in that conversation because he's got enough on his plate. He's going to have people pushing him, but I just hope that, you know, he gets somebody that, uh, you know, can take the reins over after he's out after four years because this is our last chance. He's got to win. If he doesn't win, the country, as you and I know it, is gone. It's over with. We can't stand another, I don't know whether we can stand another 10, 12 months of this. It is absolutely out of control. But we got to have somebody that can pick up the reins after he's out in four years that can continue on with what he's going to do and get this country back on the right track. Senator Tuberville, know you're busy. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you coming on with us. And uh, congratulations to all the Auburn fans out there to not have to go against Nick Saban anymore. I know that's been a big win for you guys to start the year. Thank you. That is Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. We're just talking about a lot of things with him, including Nick Saban retiring. And, you know, we got football. Four big games coming up this weekend. Divisional round playoffs. Uh, and you can make your picks with prize picks. I want you to listen carefully to me for a sec here. A lot of y'all, you're listening in Alabama right now. You know, can't necessarily make picks. You can do it with prize picks. You can do it in Georgia. You can do it in Texas. You can do it in California. Get your picks in. We talked about last week. 
I hit on a 10 to 1 payout for you guys. That is, you put down 10 bucks, you got back 100. They'll match whatever deposit you put down up to $100. Free play for you, basically, matching whatever money deposit you put down up to $100. It's easy to use. It's fun. Even Buck is using it. Go get hooked up today at prizepicks.com slash clay. That is prizepicks.com slash clay. You make picks. How do you think this player is going to do? How do you think that player is going to do? I'm going to give you more picks on Friday. You can get your pencil out. Maybe we'll hit on another 10-to-1 winner. I'm going to give you picks on the divisional round playoff games coming up, going on all over the country. Get signed up today. Doesn't take very long. Super easy. No risk for the first 100 bucks. Prizepicks.com slash Clay. Go sign up now. Have some fun while you watch the games this weekend. You can, your wife can, your girlfriend can, uh, your, your, your mom, your dad, everybody can play $300 prizepicks.com with a hundred dollar deposit. Prizepicks.com slash clay. Get your picks in today. Prizepicks.com slash clay. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang. A weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. 
or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured. And our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck is on the way to the vet with Ginger. I just want to point out, Ali, you need to start doing some research now. First couple of years when Buck was on the show, do you remember how anti-kids making noise he was and how unacceptable it was and, man, parents need to get control of their kids? Oh my he God. had a little puppy just barking like crazy to start the show today, and he just powered right through it. You can already see the shift, and he doesn't even have a kid yet. For people who don't remember, Allie, we got to pull on this audio. So Buck as parent is going to be completely different as Buck as single man, right? There's no doubt about this. Oh, there's no doubt about it. But, hey, he makes a really good dog dad, so I bet he's going to make a great dad dad. I think that's very likely true, too. But I just think it's funny because I told him. I said, hey, you're being very anti all these kids, all this noise, airplanes, restaurants, everything else. The minute you have your own kid, your position on this is going to change. Just like a lot of you out there, moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, when you see a kid. Did you see the the video that went viral? I give credit to him. I don't think he even has any kids. He's just super nice. Anybody see the video of Bill Hemmer feeding a baby a bottle on an airplane flight? Uh, because the mom was overcome by trying to take care of a toddler. And Bill Hemmer, who legitimately is one of the nicest guys on the planet, uh, was so trustworthy. The mom's just like, here, hold my baby and feed a bottle, please. Uh, that video went viral. Uh, we need to get Bill on the show at some point, by the way. Uh, part of the time is it's a challenge because he's on the air so much with Fox News. Does a really good job with that graphics thing, right? He's amazing, like wielding that thing. Um, couple of things I wanted to hit. Uh, story out there. Uh, that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, we were asking what his game plan was going to be. A senior, this is the New York Times, a senior DeSantis campaign official said that DeSantis is going to leave New Hampshire after his events today and will then go to South Carolina. So we talked about the poll numbers that were out earlier showing Nikki Haley behind Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis very far behind. It sounds like he is going to just leave New Hampshire and go straight to South Carolina and start campaigning there three weeks in advance. Now, this is actually what Joe Biden did. If you recall, Joe Biden got smoked in New Hampshire. Difference is James Clyburn was there in South Carolina to basically say Biden's going to be the pick. And James Clyburn selected Biden as the nominee and everything else that happened from there. Uh, now, we were talking with Senator Tommy Tuberville uh, just in the last segment about uh, the lack of honesty that is coming out of the Biden administration. I wanted to make sure we played this because I don't think that Lloyd Austin's duplicity has received as much attention as it should have. The defense secretary 
We now have the 911 call where it's clear from the moment he went into the hospital in the first place, they were trying to hide the fact that he was there. Here is the 911 call where they ask the ambulance that's coming to take him to the hospital to not run its lights or draw attention to the fact that he was being picked up. Listen. 911, where is your emergency? Can I ask, but can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, usually when they turn into a residential neighborhood, they'll turn them off, uh, but they're required by law to run with them with the main street. Did he pass out or does he feel like he's going to pass out? Uh, no. I'm just curious if we need them to take him to Walter Reed Medical, is that a possibility? Um. Let them know that when they get there. Like I said, I'm noting all this in the call. Okay. So not only did they hide the fact that he was going to the hospital from Joe Biden for five days, they also, from the moment they placed the first call, were trying to not draw attention to the fact that he was going to the hospital. So this whole idea of, oh, there were just people out and we... we, you know, we kind of overlooked the fact, you know, that there's a cover up here from the moment the first 911 call was placed. And I've been pointing out, you don't go into Walter Reed as the defense secretary without tons of people knowing you're there. So who was in on this cover up and why were they hiding it from Biden, by the way, in a time where war is going on in the Middle East and when war is going on in Europe? Remember when they said the adults were back in charge? Well, now the adults are trying to hide the fact that they were in the hospital from the moment they made the first call. Lies and dishonesty in every direction. More with you, Thursday edition, Clay and Buck. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.